Hi there, everyone. This is Anne Angela Webb, The Animal Intuitive. I want to thank you for listening. And I just want to mention that on the YouTube channel where this was first uh, live streamed, it was the 100th episode on YouTube. But because of certain shows that don't make sense and haven't transferred well to just audio, this is not the 100th on here. So I just want to explain that. But in any case, I really appreciate you being here for uh, however many episodes you've listened to. I'm extremely grateful for each and every one of you for listening. It does mean the world to me. And also wanted to mention that when I'm reading things, it sounds like it's because I'm reading what people are posting in the chat. Um, people post questions about their animals sometimes and they don't call in or they can't get through for whatever reason. So just wanted to explain that. All right. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. Hi there, welcome to the Animal Intuitive Show. Things we're going to be discussing tonight about animals and sentience, and as well as live animal communication call in for those who are interested. So, yeah, I, I had some um, inspiration this week to talk about animals being sentient beings. So we're going to get to that. But if you are here and you're interested in um, having me talk with your animal doing live animal communication, I am available to do that. We're going to start off with the the topic of tonight, which is are animals really sentient beings? And I want to hear what your thoughts are on this, whether you're live here today or you're watching the replay. Please let me know either in chat or comments. The Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals says um, there is evidence from multiple scientific studies that has helped us to understand that a wide range of animals are sentient beings. This means they have the capacity to experience positive and negative feelings such as pleasure, pleasure joy, pain, and distress that matter to the individual. Uh, the Sentience Institute describes sentience as the capacity to have positive and negative experiences, usually thought of as happiness and suffering. Other more involved definitions frame it as a multi-dimensional subjective phenomenon, one that includes self-awareness, metacognition, and a theory of mind. So you can see there's a lot of different definitions about this or ideas of what it might be. So. This whole thing came to my mind because in the news this week, um, it came out that Spain has um, new legislation that focuses on animal welfare. And this means that pets in Spain are now considered members of the family. So um, pets were no starting started on January 5th. Um, dogs that cat, I'm so sorry. This everything's falling apart um, from January 5th dogs and other pets will no longer be considered as objects but rather as sentient beings in the court of law meaning they have the capacity to experience feelings and emotions this cat it, she's she only does this when I get I, I mean I worked on here today she she wasn't here it's when I'm on she wants to start messing around um, and she's so big that, <laughs> yeah, I need a virtual hug right now. Thank you. Um, oh, were you trying to email a picture or something? Yeah. If people are interested in having me talk to their pets, um, 
I can probably grab that, SK, if you had a picture. Did you want me to let me know if you want me to talk to your pets in the chat and I'll be getting to that. Um, so, um, <clears throat> so Spain um, has, you know, this new thing, their new legislation. And Spain is a growing list of countries that recognizes animals as sentient beings. Other countries that recognize animals as sentient beings include France, Germany, Switzerland, Austria, and Portugal. And in the UK, the Animal Welfare Sentience Bill is currently awaiting report stage in the House of Lords. Uh, so a lot of countries other than the US <laughs> are taking action to uh, you know recognize animals as sentient beings um, so I know that not everyone who's watching is from the United States actually I think I mean in the chat everyone is I think but um, sometimes people are watching who are from the United States so I didn't just want to focus on the United States I wanted to talk about what's kind of the um, the global state of recognized animals recognizing animals as sentient beings. And I do want to hear your thoughts about this. So please feel free to, you know, put that in the chat. What do you think? Um, can, you know, basically based on these definitions, you know, there's a wide array of thoughts on what that means, but I think it, it's at its basis, it's do they have thought, do they have feeling? Um, okay, so it's in the email. Okay, I got it, SK. Um, some key recommendations that I found on a site called apiworldanimalprotection.org, and I'll have these links in the description. Some key um, recommendations. At present in the United States, so I will touch on the US since I am here and many people are watching, the Animal Welfare Act only recognizes aspects of sentience and is not applicable to all species. The US government is strongly encouraged to extend the reach of the Animal Welfare Act so that the act is applicable to all categories and uses of animals and at a minimum to all vertebrates. Given the extensive body of the scientific evidence proving that animals are sentient, the government is urged to recognize that all animals from whom there is, here I'll show you what my, I'm reading here, for all animals, um, this will use your for whom there is scientific evidence, at a minimum, all vertebrates. Um, cephal, I, I knew this earlier, now I'm not gonna be able to say it. Cephalopods and decapods, crustaceans, are, so those are like multi-legged, so it includes like crabs and things in the ocean like that, um, are sentient beings and enshrine this principle into federal legislation. Recognizing animals as sentient will underpin further animal welfare considerations. Yeah, I agree. Very much have feelings. So, you know, the UK, here's some things that UK being the, to lead the way on animal welfare through flagship new action plan. UK launches first ever action plan to improve the welfare and conservation of animals at home and abroad. Just one moment, put myself here. Um, so they're being recognized for what they're doing. 
So maybe we should be looking at what the UK is doing in the United States. And why aren't we? So the Action Plan for Animal Welfare, launched today by the Environment Secretary George Eustace, will build on our existing world-leading standards by recognizing animals as sentient in law and committing to a range of new game-changing welfare measures to protect pets, livestock, and wild animals. So, I mean, they're really taking the reins. I mean, they're really trying to put something here. It's broad. It's not, like in the United States, our protection acts are very limited. The only state that has um, anything worth, worth noting would be Oregon, I would say. Um, oh dear, she's so big, this cat, she's going to knock over, hold on, I've got to try to, <laughs> can you come over here, sweetie, come here, come on, come over here, Uh, we are so the environmental secretary is um, really trying to lead this movement, and um, you know there's all these different things that are included in it. I'm not going to read through all of them. I will have the link in there if you want to see the whole thing. But I mean, look at look at some of these things: tackling puppy smuggling, through changes to import rules, introducing compulsory microchipping for cats. I don't know how I feel about that one, but. Um, <laughs> Cracking down, well, maybe that's a show we should talk about microchipping, but cracking down on pet theft through a new government task force. Ah, it's a wire. She's trying to chew. Um, cracking down on pet theft through a new government task force. That would be nice, right? Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things here. Um, protecting wild animals, protecting animals abroad even. So, you know, the Ivory Act. Um, look at all this. Improved welfare for farm animals. Tons and tons and tons of stuff here that they are concerned about and want to do something about. And, you know, to me, you know, I was seeing that there's um, something where, I'm not, I'm not going to find it now, but there's, you know, this idea that if we could have um, this be a global thing, wouldn't that be great? So, um, I don't know, I'd like to see the United States getting a little bit more involved. We've had, uh, Catherine Schatzman was on from, on this channel about a year ago, um, from the animal, um, I'm going to say it wrong, animal defense, I always do this, ALDF, I get the initial, but I can't. Animal Legal Defense Fund, the legal voice for animals. They have something on their, their website where um, you can, hi, good night, owl. Um, that's okay, we're just right now talking about this whole concept of sentient beings, what people think about it. I wanna hear what people's thoughts are and how concerned people are. Is it just me that's, you know, like this really infuriates me that we don't have that federally in the United States um, that animals are sentient beings. It's kind of right now more of like um, if states want to try to enact it, um, you know, Oregon has a little something. Um, but on the Animal Legal Defense Fund site, they have a list of things that are going on in different states. Um, so that is something if people are interested in seeing that. Um, and then you can also... <laughs> 
You can't be up there, sweetie. There's too many wires. Um, if you want to go look at their site, I'll have that linked again, and then you can watch that episode with, with Catherine on the show. But on that site, you can see what's going on from state to state in the United States if you have an interest in doing that. Um, okay, and right, we do need to wake up. How can we be, you know, a quote unquote world leader if we just, if we can't even recognize that animals have thoughts and feelings? It just seems really lagging, lacking, I should say, lagging and lacking. Um, so, you know, I mean, I can just say from obviously being an animal communicator that, of course, I think that animals have thoughts and feelings. It's no question to me, I know from speaking to them, that they have thoughts and feelings. And it's, it's just discouraging to see that we're this far behind. So, um, you know, that's something that I just felt would be something we should talk about here. It's a show about animal communication and, you know, seems um, like a good thing to talk about. Well, I don't know if you... <gasps> oh my goodness, you can get down. It's up to you. You can get down. Do you want to get down? All right, well, okay. Okay, so <laughs> for those listening to the podcast, my cat just bit me live on the air. Um, that's Gia. She's really got a mind of her own. Um, so, a good night owl, you're saying, my husband and I were talking about this the other night. The only people who say animals have no souls are people with no souls. Um, sorry if that sounds harsh. All one must do is look into their eyes. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree with you. How can you deny that they have feelings and thoughts? I mean, you, to me, there's like, a, you know, a level you're cut off if you don't recognize that. Um... I definitely agree with that. So you moved to Connecticut a year ago and was appalled when I found out there's beluga whales in the freaking aquarium. How is this happening? I can't believe people are okay with this. They look human. Wow. I didn't know that either. I'm just gonna see here, I know that there's a picture for somebody who wants me to have them talk to their pet on here. If there's anybody who wants me to speak with their pet, I'm gonna be doing that soon, so I'm going to. And then Lyra, yeah, so Lyra, we tried to have her on last week and we had some technical issues. I got a little bit into a conversation with her. Um, okay. And she's, um, opted out of the age program, don't know how young or old she is. Um, okay, so you put some questions in case we had some communication issues. Okay, I see, so I was gonna, I see, I was gonna send you the link. Um, and yes, I can talk to Coco too. So I'm gonna put um, the link for the chat in, I mean, to for me to have you show your pet, I'm gonna put the link in the chat 
And we'll see if it works this week, Sinead. <laughs> oh, I forgot my disclaimer. Not a vet. I'm not diagnosing or treating illness. This is all just my opinion, my thoughts, and my um, communication intuition. And uh, it's for entertainment purposes only. So it's interesting because the first thing she does, um, and I try not to get too much into, I assume everybody and recommended everybody, you know, you need to make sure, and I'm sure you are, um, already getting veterinary care. But, um, so I don't go too far into medical stuff, but I'm just saying I get something about her stomach um, being off right now. So that could just be, you know, I'm just saying that because that might be something that you're familiar with with her, um, just to make you aware that she's pointing you know, the, the the sense I get from what you're asking about waking up um, is that I get this sense of her kind of not being or going really um, it, I just get a disconnect and then, you know, sort of a shocker when she comes out of her dream state. I think we've all kind of experienced that. That's how I pick up on it from her. How can I cater to you now and help you enjoy the rest of your time here with me? The first thing that comes up when I ask her that question, I see little sardines. So that's something, you know, picking up on that she really wants or likes. Mic away from me here. Um, she shows me being on a white blanket um, or her bed very comfortable and you know she's just referring to that when you say what you know how do you because sometimes I think we think it's going to be like this major thing but they're animals right so they're simple as far as what they find to be comforting or they like or they want when we ask them you know a lot of times people will ask me what's going to make your life here um, the best. That's a very common question people have. So it's actually very simple. I'm just getting these, I see these sardines. I see her on this very white, fluffy, soft surface. Um, it feels extremely um, like it doesn't necessarily to me feel like any common dog bed or cat bed it feels extremely almost like a very good pillow that a person would have that's like very full but not too hard not too soft like very good quality where you sort of like sink into it but it isn't like you're trapped in it that feeling I that's what she's giving me um I'll just see if there's anything else. She's showing me um, there's some other little animal. Um, it, this is part of like her enjoyment of life. Um, it's a, there's a dog or cat some some kind of like interest in 
this friend. I'm just hearing friend and it looks dark in color. So I don't know if she's, you know, if you have one like this or she wants one like this, but it feels like a companion. Small. It to me it more looks like a dog, like a small poodle or a t like that kind of looking dog. Small though. Um maybe like a little black chihuahua, a little black poodle, like a small, small black dog. You know, so I don't know if that's something coming into your life or if you have this dog in your life or if it's a friend's dog, but there's this joy in this other animal. Um, okay, would you rather I keep the bedroom door closed when I'm not here? Or do you like going in and out of the bedroom independently? And feel free, since it looks like you're not able to get in. And we might have lost you too, because I'm not seeing you in the chat. But if there's anything you want to put in the chat in response to anything, just let me know, Sinead. She says once she's in the bathroom, uh, the bedroom, I'm sorry, <laughs> I said bathroom before. The bedroom door closed when I'm not here. Um, she says once she's in there, she feels secure. I don't really feel like she has any desire to come in and out. It doesn't feel like any strong desire at least. So I don't feel like if you had to change anything to do that, if there's a reason you're doing that, I don't feel like you need to change it. Um, it seems to me like she's very comfortable and doesn't get up and go a lot anyway. She kind of likes that, gets really settled in and is sleeping a lot and doesn't, I don't feel like she needs that. The one thing she is pointing out to me is definitely she enjoys and wants to make sure she has a lot of light. I get her like sitting under a window or, or a lamp light, something very um, warm. So I don't know. I think we lost you, but I, that was the last question that you had anyway. So, okay. So, um, Jean. Okay, so you want to know how she's doing, right? You just kind of wanted generally to know how she's feeling. Oh, okay, so you could hear me, Sinead. Okay, good, as long as you could hear me. Um, all right, so let me see how Coco's doing. You know, she feels, um, the word I want to say is actually um, lighter. I, I don't know exactly what that means right now. She's just saying, I feel lighter, like she feels better. So as though you just did something or, you know, something just happened where she feels better. Cause um, uh, Sinead is popping in too. Well, I, Jean went away for a minute, I don't know. But um, as far as um, Lyra's stomach, um, anything I need to do about her stomach, like she has a vet appointment on 3rd of March. Okay, it doesn't, you know, what I would say first, of course, always, you know, watch and monitor your pet if you feel like there's anything going on where they need veterinary care go do that but um um okay so think she's losing weight oh so she's like literally lighter okay <laughs> well good for her it's hard to lose weight in the winter um <laughs> so um but uh, so what i feel is like whatever i'm feeling i don't get intuitively i don't feel an urgency um, this feels more like, um, 
like a stomach upset like um it could even be just temporary like for the, this moment this hour it just feels like a little bit like upset to her stomach so unless you feel that she needs to be at the vet nothing I'm getting is telling me that she needs to go to the vet immediately like you couldn't wait until March but I would like watch for hairballs um, you know sometimes they'll they'll throw up like a little bile that'll be an indicator that they're having like a little bit of upset you know oh don't worry about that Jean um, so now talking about Coco, she was sick this week, so I think she's lighter too, emptied out her system. Oh, that would make sense, right? Okay, like she lost a little weight because she was sick. Oh, you reduced her food, oh. What do you think our fur babies dream about when they dream? Our Tabitha was born in our home and has never been outside. What could she be dreaming about? Um, a lot of times I think it's sort of like a um, processing like, you know, like for instance, you'll even see them physically like running or whatever. It's a processing thing a lot of times, like all, you know, when you see your dogs running or whatever, um, they're processing things just like we do. And they're drawing on things that they've seen. I've tuned into dreams that are abstract, just like ours. Like I've picked up little bits and things from animals and sometimes they're literal and sometimes they're abstract, just like us. So I've seen even just colors or um, shapes and felt it more, um, felt um, stress. Um, I have felt confusion just for what I'm getting from them. Like it can be confusing for me because it's their dream <laughs> and dreams can be weird. So, you know, it can be a lot of different things. I think, um, it's similar to us though from not just I think what I've what I've received from them that um, it can be nice too you know it can be fun like like I said like running can be both it could be they could be running in sort of a stress situation like running um, just sort of like it can be like a processing stressful running like their physical body gets into it or it could be a visual of like something they enjoy like I've seen my dog running outside in a dream I actually don't tune into their dreams that often. I don't know why. It'd be kind. I should more. It's not something people ask me a lot to tell you the truth. So I don't really think of it a lot, and I don't think to do it with my pets. I do it when I see them having a dream, and I want to kind of pick up what's going on. That makes sense because she's like a bullet running through the house. <laughs> um, and I'd love to know your process for how you get into the space. Of seeing through the pet's eyes okay um, you know it has a lot to do with getting centered and grounded and really it's it's meditation essentially you're you need to get yourself into a place where you are centered you you just sort of learn to hook in with them um, you know, it's a bit of a process. So thank you so much. We relocated to a new apartment on the ocean on Monday. So you nailed it last week. I forgot what I said last week that had to do with. It's so cool that you're by the ocean, but I don't know what I said. Um, <laughs> that was right. Um, um, maybe remind me. 
I'm glad I was got something that made sense to you, but I don't know what it was. So, uh, yeah, you know, of course I have, you know, I teach people how to do it and it's a bit, you know, it takes some practice a lot of times. Some people, um, not a lot of practice actually, I shouldn't say that because most people who I teach when they come and take a class from me, it doesn't take very long. It's usually within the first class, you know, if I'm doing like a, say I do a private class and it's uh, five sessions, usually within the first or second they're starting to communicate with animals or when i used to do in-person classes which i really don't do that much with covid and all of that um i really kind of got away from in-person classes people do it pretty quick though into the class so lyra sometimes when she gets up she starts it sounds like she's saying hello but it sounds like she's singing and by the end it's such a beautiful sound oh and she really puts her soul into it I love to know who she's communicating with or what she's doing when she's singing like that. It sounds like she's singing hello over and over again. Oh, that's so sweet. So when she gets up, it's like she's saying hello. I honestly think she's doing it to you. I think it's a connection thing. That's what I feel. It's a connection thing. Good calling out for connecting to you. If anybody is watching and they want to do this, you know, next week or whenever, just um, you can see sometimes we have issues with the connection. So it is nice if you send me a picture ahead of time so that I can have that in case you can't get on. Um, and then, you know, don't don't include information. Just say their name and their age and you don't even need to put your questions. Really just put. You can if you think you're going to have a problem being in the chat or something or typing it during the show. Um, but don't give me any background information. Um, not because, you know, I can get information about an animal and not have it be a huge deal as far as like interrupt in interfering with um, me getting clear, unadulterated information. But it's just nice to start with a clean slate and you know i don't have to kind of cut that information out but you know so i just tell people like if you're going to come on just don't tell me any information ahead of time that's just the easiest way to go about it because obviously when i speak to animals that i've spoken to before i'm going to know something about them um so it's not like you have to have no information about an animal to be able to communicate with them but um for the purposes of this show and i guess authenticity um it's easier just to say, yeah, it's, I didn't know anything. So yeah, I mean, you're getting grounded <clears throat> and I have videos on this too on here. If you want to go back in the, you know, library of these shows, there are um, <clears throat> like little mini lessons in animal communication. It's an energy that you pick up on and it really comes from just getting quiet and centered and you you begin to kind of lock into it and you know what it feels like when you when you're doing that it becomes very familiar to you um that's why i feel like you know maybe when i i don't know if if there was anything like this around when i started there wasn't but if we had like youtube where you could just do a show if you want to do a show we didn't have that when i started doing animal communication but um i don't know that i would have been able to do this at that point in time because it took me more i didn't have the practice of like turning it on um it's something i did ever since i was a kid i can remember picking up on thoughts and feelings of animals but i didn't really consciously know i was doing it and it wasn't like a 
an automatic thing that I can more do more easily at the, in, in a moment, but it's energy and it's just, it's just hooking into tuning into energy. So I encourage people who are interested in doing this, don't let it get in your way thinking that it's this huge big deal. It's just, the energy's there. We're just tuning into it. Um, you know, it's like maybe some people have a little bit more of the, the, um, an easy, just like anything, like some people play a game easier than others, but you can learn to play the game. You can learn to play basketball well if you train. Um, some people just might have maybe a little bit more of like a natural ability, but I don't think that it's so different that like, I don't think that what I do is so much more of a natural ability that um, I would say, oh no, you know, it's, it's just so hard. It's going to, you know, take you years to learn how to do it. I don't find that with when I teach. So can I ask what my cat prefers to be called when she has so many names and nicknames? I'm not sure if Lyra or May May. Oh, okay. When you, when I read, it's interesting. The minute I read May May versus Lyra, I feel like Lyra's more her thing. It fits different aspects of her personality. I even get it has to do with like that singing thing that you mentioned. It's like, like lyrical, you know, like even though it's Lyra, Lyra, it just seems like it fits her in more in different ways. Um, I think this some kind of spammy bot thing, vom.red. I mean, what are people going to do? Go on here when people throw like links in the chat that are spam. Do you really think people are going to go in here and like go to that link? I don't get it. What's the point? Thank you on the hundredth show. It's been a long time um, coming. It's taken a while. So thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Thank you. But yeah, I get the Lyra's more her thing. Um, I don't get a bad feeling about Mei Mei, but it just seems like Lyra is more something she... If nobody has any other questions, um, you know, if anybody watching the replay made it to the end, please, we want to hear your thoughts in the comments about this whole topic of um, um, sentient beings and what do you think we should do about it? All right. Well, I appreciate everybody being here and everyone who's, you know, watched the show at any point, who's watching now, watching in the future. I really am grateful that um, for people who do watch it, please subscribe and like it. That's what helps the show grow. Um, I really do appreciate that. It, it seems like it's not a big deal and everyone says it on YouTube, but we do appreciate it, those of us who are, especially those of us with the smaller channels. We, we're very grateful for all of your likes and all of your subscribes and for sharing us too. So thank you, everybody, and stay safe. We have like a storm coming tomorrow and tonight. So, um, oh, I said she wanted to relocate. Oh, okay. And you literally just relocated? Oh, on Monday. Okay. Oh, cool. So you know that she's happy with that decision. That's good. <laughs> I'm glad. And three days later, we relocated the best view we've ever had. Oh, cool. That sounds awesome. Right by the ocean. Nice. Um, I'm envious. 
All right, everybody. Thank you again. Stay warm and stay stay. Thank you. Good night, Owl. Thank you. And God bless everybody. Have a good night. Love a nice massage and a belly rub. Nothing makes me feel more relaxed. I like my ears rub. I like my paws rub. I like my back rub. I like my tail rub. I like to relax while I have a massage. It's Rub my belly, rub my belly, rub my belly, my belly, my belly, rub my belly, rub my belly, rub my belly, my belly, my belly. I like my ears rub, I like my paws rub, I like my back rub, I like my tail to relax a massage and some snacks it's my favorite thing to do but if you really want to know what I like listen close rub my belly rub my belly rub my belly